0: Welcome back to Sweeping the Country. I know, it's the podcast you love with me, Derek Walker, and my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Right now, let's check in with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that has the keys to the vault and the combination, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hi, Jimmy.
1: Uh, Hello, hello, hello. You know, Bruce Willis we're talking about tonight. um, He's 67 years old. I had to go back and and check that out because, you know, he's come down with this. It's kind of happening over the last few years, a condition that is makes him, in fact, when I read the lead sentence in one of these things, it says, an American retired actor. Oh. And I hate oh, to yeah. see that because he's done. Yeah. He can't work anymore. He's not working anymore. Uh, it's sort of a form of dementia that's come on him. And and it was happening, and they were having to feed him lines in the movies. But let's just go back, and I've talked to him over the years, and it's that he was made famous by having this – well, certainly he was an action hero – saving the world yeah yeah and he kind of came across as a wisecracking guy mm-hmm. you know and uh wisecracker is probably the best thing and that's and that's how i always approached him and that's a lot like who he is was uh, putting on this character like wearing an old shoe again
2: well in, in some respects yeah i, I kind of i didn't have to go and spend long hours puzzling out how am i gonna play this character you know we we created some, some some new circumstances for him. We we started him off at a at a, a very um, low point. That he um, is estranged from his wife. Doesn't excuse. Me, doesn't see his kids. Uh, drinks way too much. has been suspended from the police force. And on the day we find him, he has a very bad headache.
3: Are you any different physically today than you were uh, eight years ago when you first did Die Hard? I'm
2: much older. Much older, much more fragile. The bones are going, the knees are shot, the timing's off, the left hook is not crisp anymore. No, I I almost got killed in this movie in, in, in Die Hard 3. I almost fell to my death. Seriously. Has that
3: ever happened before? You almost got hurt, or have you ever? Yeah, been
2: I've hurt? almost been killed a few times. Never on a film before. Uh, I almost drowned a couple years ago Ugh, doing some uh, white water rafting. Uh, but you can only die once, right? And well, you're
3: kind of a nutty motorcycle guy too. You ever had any wrecks yeah, on that?
2: Yeah, no, I never lay one down. On I would no. knock on something. That's a scary thing too. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. this has a nice ring it did to have it, a good, doesn't it? We could do a Stooges act here, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you haven't had any catastrophes on the. No, no, I, I, I've been lucky. I'm, I'm a pretty, you know, safety conscious guy. Were you always? No. Like in Kearney Point, were you always like a? No, I almost guy? no, I almost killed myself a lot of times down there, and probably, probably without even knowing it. No, I've calmed down. I got kids now, you know, so. It does that to you, you, you gotta, know, yeah. You gotta. It makes you a lot more aware of your own mortality. You're not and more quickly. likely
3: to jump on a grenade. You would uh, not do that when you got kids. No,
2: not, for not when boys. you got kids.
3: Have you been back to any class reunions, high school reunions? I go to all my class reunions. Now, did the kids that you went to
2: school with, are they kind of surprised that you turned out good? <laughs> I don't know if they're surprised. Some of the teachers would definitely be surprised, I think, because I was just a terror when I was in school. But you were the class clown, which I understand, because I did that job, yeah. but I wasn't student
3: council president. That seemed like that ding well, and the yang didn't go together. Well, my student council
2: president was I, was, I was down with, the, you know, with the, you know, the kids, I was trying to get um, uh, Music in the cafeteria at lunchtime, which everybody wanted, which I succeeded in doing. So, that actually worked out all right. Uh, I was just crazy, man. I was just way too crazy in in high school. I I, uh, it wasn't a. I I learned a lot. Did you get the girls? Were you a lady? Yeah, I was. I guess I. I was pretty naive about women until I got out of high school, and then. Oh, now you know everything. Well, not everything. I mean, you know a lot about them now. I know more about them than I probably care to know now. How About the one that you live with? Yeah, I know a lot about that. She seems have to be a extremely house, complicated. I have a, That's a, I have not complicated at all. She's a, um, complicated and simple at the same time. I think. I have a house full of about thirteen women every day. So, oh man, I got more women than you can shake a stick at. Now, is you, your head get cold? I mean, your I've noticed cold. a little bit of chill in my head. You ever get anybody? Because when you ever shave head like this, if you get you know goosebumps, it really is a frightening image. You know, to see those little you know goose flesh on your skin you're going to
3: keep this or is it going to come
2: i'm gonna let it grow huh it looks good though a guy came up to me on the street yesterday and tried to strike a match on my head <laughs> you believe that? this could be you know if you were a bartender you would got York. in fights with this head though but they you know you gotta have a lot point. of confidence you gotta have a lot of confidence to have to to like have your head come out like this because there's a real that, temptation
3: know, to put a squirrel on it i'll tell you that A squirrel right or now. play
2: tic-tac-toe or yeah. carve somebody's initials in there but you know, because if you got one of them real bumpy heads, one of them real knobbly heads, you know, people aren't going to come to the movies. My hair is cut like this for a, a a film called 12 Monkeys, which comes out this Christmas. Well, I just feel very close to you now. With yeah, you, the I know. I
3: nice see you again, yeah, brothers, All right. right.
0: Just a great guy. He's an actor that I've always liked. And I was reading, as I was going through getting ready for this interview, I was reading that he was a bartender somewhere in New York, and he got noticed behind the bar and got hired for a bit part. As a bartender. Part of it. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: that's 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 part of it. He, he, in 1973, after he graduated from high school, he worked as a security guard at the Salem Nuclear Power Plant. What? So Holy Bruce cow. Willis is working there. <laughs> Moonlighting was his big breakout thing, though. I mean, he yeah, was yeah. doing some off-Broadway things in the 70s, but when he got that job at Moonlighting, 85 to 89, yeah, yeah. that really put him on the air. But, you know, nothing replaces what he did with Die Hard. Those movies were huge. Alright Bruce, I'm
3: reading the London paper, you know. Nice. I can't even read the London paper without you. It has Bruce Willis's war cry, I hate everybody. And I figured that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? I don't hate anyone. Well, there,
2: there's four people, and I, I can't yes, mention them. Don't names hate anyone. I know you famous. hate somebody. No, it, that sign was is a, kind of a fake out anyway, and I can't tell you what the sign really says until the movie comes out. But it's in Die it's, Hard it's, 3. It's in Die Hard 3, which we're, we're now lensing here in... Uh, where are we?
3: New York. Manhattan,
2: thank you. We're in Manhattan. Yeah, that's I'm actually
3: really excited about it. That was funny reading Manhattan. that, though, because you just have a great expression on your face. And uh, I said well, that pretty much suits him as far as, right. as I'm concerned. Because my goodness. I hate he,
2: everybody. I hate everybody. Willis
3: Warcry. At least everybody who says bad things about me. I know. Bruce is so misunderstood and
2: mistreated sometimes, isn't he? But that's my lot. That's my that's my. We're all and, giving and a lot. What. I really, you know, I, some people get those nice little puff pieces written about him, and some people just have things like that written about them, and it just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it just
3: doesn't. What is Bruce Willis' take on the Michael Jackson-Lisa Marie Presley uh, wedding? God I just
2: bless them. I hope they have nine kids. I, I think everybody should leave them alone and stop feeling like, what is it about the United States that allows the press to convince people that we have anything to say about anybody's business? That's right. Are you married? Yeah, I was. i retired. What if some What if somebody says... Oh, we're up in arms. You got married. They're up in arms because Bruce and Demi got married. Well, more than I got divorced. Who cares, to be the thing. man? Thing. Who gives a flying fig? It's nobody's business. And I wish him lots of luck, and I think people should leave him alone. I think that it's a function primarily of the press trying to generate their own stories. And but, you know, it's kind of the
3: business in a way. I mean, you you benefit from that as well as... You know, get the heat from it. I mean, well, you'd have to explain to me how I benefit from it.
2: I mean, I, I'm... it kind of makes a, your
3: celebrity bigger and makes the name bigger and more. They're curious about you I and guess. they want to see what you do as work.
2: That's very. Yeah, but all, anyway. that, all, but all that is secondary and even yeah. tertiary. I want yeah. to work that word into the. I like conversation. that word tertiary. Thank you. It's all secondary to to what our to what my job really is. and yeah. that is to be to be a storyteller and and it, talking about this film, Color of Night. It, I think Richard Rush really. Told uh, told the story well. He's a he's a really gifted storyteller and film director. And, and uh, I was just drawn to the to the darkness of all these people in this film. You know, they're all, everybody's lying to each other. Everybody's lying to themselves. And I thought that'd be fun to play. You know? It's it is
3: fun to watch. I mean, yeah. it's, when the snake comes out, that scares me to death. Yeah. And there, there's some good chase stuff, so you don't look like you're totally fish out of water. And uh, but you're having to throttle back.
2: Well, it's, a, it's certainly a different set of muscles, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, uh, and I like that, I like doing different things. I mean, uh, you know, people say, well, Bruce Willis is an action star, but the action movies that I've done are only a, a small part of the, I've done 22 films in the last nine years and only a handful of them are action Alright, now what does
3: the wife say about, I mean, this is some pretty good kissing with a pretty cute little girl. Now, Did you ever catch even 1% of anything, did she even ask about it?
2: She just laughed at me. She didn't, she didn't even ask she you about she it. Knew, she no, didn't even she's an, an old hand at this. She's an old hand at this. She's she know. I mean, she's done a lot of you know love scenes, nude you know love scenes and and uh, she says it's not going to be a fun day talking about the days we were all walking around. You were miserable naked. during that, weren't you? It was just so technical. I hear that. So oh, I want to gag myself. when I
3: hear that because I know it's horrible. And the it alone, looked like it was painful. You know, I really I, felt for you. I almost I've sent you heard, flowers.
2: I've heard actors say. Tell stories about Uh. whoa. We were really, you know, whooping it up, and it was really everybody was excited and everything. But when the whole day is about not seeing Jane's boobs or or (laughs) Mike Johnson or whatever it is, you know what I mean? It's like all about get that elbow down there, cover it up. (laughs) You can never really, and they're spraying you with water. You try and give you the illusion of that kind of humpage, you know, but it's it's not Is a anybody party. buying this by the way? Keep it's going. A, all right, go ahead. It's not a big party, you know. And I, know it's I not insisted a big party. that the whole crew be naked and that's really <laughs> when we had to shut down for a couple days. Was, all right, I'm going was away now. Full moon. We had some Teamsters. No one is believing this at all. This we had some we had some teamsters that probably should have never have taken their clothes off. And it got out of hand frankly and and that will be in the director's <laughs> video cut, the behind the scenes thing and the, 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 the teamsters in question will know who I'm talking about thank you always a pleasure boy always a pleasure Get a little, got a little steamy in here Get a, little huh? a little deep huh right. here's
1: a movie you may have never seen but it's really really good okay hit me. uh the last boy scout yes great it's movie. one of my favorite movies yeah uh, there's a version with cussing and there's a version without cussing I didn't know that that's, but, uh, uh, but I love the movie so they could run it on some tv stations you know around the world you can't do certain things yeah sure and his language and all the language in there was uh was pretty strong in one of the versions and then not in the other one but that movie didn't do that well for maybe that reason I don't know but you know he had all the die-hard movies and they teetered off as it went along yeah, yeah. but that first and the first two were huge and then Armageddon was huge
0: yeah that was you a know, great movie well, where
1: he's gonna save the world
0: 1990s uh, 98
1: yeah.
3: first of all thank you for saving the world uh I appreciate you're it you're
2: welcome I um last year I took out an ad in the in the uh, in the yellow pages, I have my own 800 number, um, 1-800 Save the World. Big picture of me with a smile and a smirk and a gun in my hand. So, I guess Jerry Bruckheimer looked in the yellow pages and saw the ad.
3: Well, you know, you're some people you can't depend on, and you're the man. You demand. I have some questions that I went around Music Row and got for you. So these are not Jimmy Carter questions. These are fan questions, Uh-oh. and they're relatively tame. All right. Do you have a favorite Bruce Willis movie?
2: I have a couple of them. Uh, I, like, I like Pulp Fiction. I like Mortal Thoughts. I like Twelve Monkeys. Um, I, just did a, I just actually finished a film called Breakfast of Champions. It may turn out to be my favorite film of all time.
3: Most exciting singer you ever saw? Springsteen. Most exciting singer you would have liked to have seen?
2: I would have liked to have seen Elvis when he was young. I would have liked to have seen him before Like the 60s, 58? Well, when he, was do- when he was doing those little fairgrounds yeah. things, you know, before Colonel like Parker took him off. Yeah, years. yeah.
3: Like Bruce Willis gigs now. Like the play it's Hollywood very, very similar. Most famous person you'd like to meet? No one. Good. I don't think. I'm about that way, too, at this yeah. point. Did you ever get a spanking as a child? Oh, yeah. Did you deserve it? Because I know that you were never, you never did anything that deserved discipline.
2: Does any, I don't, I, I'm not sure if any child these days, I mean, maybe in the 60s it, it, was, it was okay. I don't, I don't think corporal punishment is a I never did that too is much, a way of, but
3: uh, I, I didn't, I think it was all right for me, but we turned out kind of bad. Well, so we, were,
2: we were dealing with the, we were dealing with, you know, our, our, our parents were dealing with what their parents mm-hmm. told, told them, and that is, you want to, you know, you want to keep a kid in line, yeah. tell them to go out and cut a switch and whip him till he bleeds. And
3: that's what we got. Uh, I call this one uh, Deep Impact, is, uh, this is Deep Impact on Steroids.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Know, this is a
3: big, this, this movie is big, big movie, Bruce. This is bigger than two die-hards put together really.
2: Well, it's, and especially in your job, you know, you can never forget that, that, that we're in the entertainment business we're here to, the actors and the filmmakers are here to entertain you and that's what this is primarily about. Um, It is based in in some fact. Uh, Four years ago an asteroid passed between the earth and the moon and it wasn't until three weeks after it had gone by that everybody went, hey, a real big asteroid just (laughs) went by and had it hit the earth it would have done exactly what happens, what almost happens in this film. Uh, So it's, it's quite possible.
3: This is a very exciting, it must be for a guy you know, I, I could imagine as a teenager hanging around and just doing stuff like this. This is kind of neat boy stuff. It is between oil rigs and uh, NASA at Cape Kennedy. Yeah, absolutely it's
2: pretty right. Stuff. It satisfies a lot of uh, male uh, uh, playing army. I call it. When I was a kid, I used to play army with all my pals. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure there there are actors who take films for, for for much loftier reasons and much loftier purposes. But I I do it. I choose films primarily because it. Is it going to be fun to do? And this one just seemed like a fun project. I want to
3: have fun at the movie, and I exactly. had a great time. That's yeah. all you can ask. Good. Thank you. Good. Jim. Nice good, seeing you, good good to see you, right. Right. Yeah.
1: He's it got a Golden Globe, Primetime Emmy, two People's Choice Awards. He's the eighth highest-grossing actor in a leading role. See now that of shocks me.
0: That blows my mind because I'm looking at some of these movies. You just named a bunch of movies moments Who ago knows? that we've never even heard of
1: and then but the you, Die Hard franchise alone must be yeah is, i'm sure a yeah. billion dollar franchise because he's done 3.05 billion in north american box offices so i'm sure Die Hard's one billion if not more yeah when you add all the diehard movies up worldwide and then armageddon was pretty big yeah you throw Pulpiction in something like that. was more cult than anything else so i don't know how we get to three million but You know Bruce Willis. I really like him. I mean, he's fun to joke around with. He's very dry, Mm -hmm. and uh, you can tell even in the interviews. Yeah, you you have to almost see his face. Mm -hmm. You know because he's he's dry. He's he's cocky and he's dry. Who are you then? You are most troublesome for a security guard.
2: Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy?
3: This is the movie that made Bruce Willis an international star, Die Hard.
2: Hey, pal, how you feeling? All thing's being equal. I'd rather be in Philadelphia.
3: The Die Hard franchise is Bruce's calling card. On-screen mayhem is the Willis specialty.
0: This
2: once, I would like to hear you screaming in pain. Play some rap music.
3: <laughs> Basically, Bruce Willis is a tough guy. Except for the times when he wears a bunny suit, like in the new Rob Reiner film, North. The one thing that we cannot control in this
2: life is who our parents are. You felt the hand, you're stuck with it. It's not like baseball, where if you don't like the deal you have with one team, you can become a free agent and try to get a better deal with another team. Bruce, what kind of kid were you? Troublemaker, troubled past, checkered past, in and out of you know detention homes, crime facilities, you know, minimum security things, but... Uh,
3: Nothing. I, I'm not. I'm not shocked by Nothing you, you haven't read, read about. about or I haven't no, read nothing.
2: About. <laughs> uh, you didn't get to kill anybody in this movie. No, I was. You know, although under the uh, bunny rabbit costume, I did have a nine millimeter good. Beretta there, just in case. Well, just so. in case. Do you like wearing all the costumes and being silly? You like to be. You're a silly guy, anyway. Yeah, I'm silly. I'm silly that way. Uh, yeah, it was a really nice. You know, it was light. It was. It was easy. I didn't. I just had to kind of be pals with Elijah Woods uh and i get to play seven different characters in this film which doesn't happen very often you know so it was it had a it had a comedic sense to it it's the parents that are supposed to make the kids feel better not the other way around bruce is bruce he
3: doesn't put up with a lot of bull and he will be the first to pass that memo on to you on the subject
2: of film critics just get him started that a bird in the hand is always greener than the grass under the other guy's bushes <laughs> i just don't care anymore it doesn't matter what gets said i don't expect good reviews i don 't expect good notices and that 's just not the lot that i that has been handed to me and i don 't get those puffy little pieces about how charming a guy I am anymore you know I just doesn 't happen i mean your oscar's the box office isn 't it yeah i i mean that that is the ultimate um, mark of 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 how well a film does is how many people see it and I think everybody who goes to the movies ends up eventually seeing all the films that are out there whether it's on cable or in a hotel room you travel a lot you watch I'm sure a lot of movies in hotel rooms uh, I don't know people people go to my movies they, they they seem to like what I do i I'm still into it you know I still I'm still trying I still uh, seek out things that I don't necessarily know that i can do you know and and sometimes you fail but i'm trying you know
0: oh man bruce willis i'm sorry that he's retired because i like so many of his movies and i just remembered another it. one that it was a charles bronson remake do you remember death wish yeah he, he did that in 2018 he, was in that? he did it yeah just huh. within the last five years and it didn't, didn't do very well but uh, i thought it was an interesting casting call for him to replace Charles Bronson because he could pull off that tough guy thing.
1: But he has been a star of a number of low budget independent (laughs) films and they were poorly received. And in some cases, he would like to only be in them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, And they would use the name and had these unknowns do all the rest of them. But Moonlighting, they have been trying forever to get that on a streaming service and they can't. Why? Because they can't license the music. They used a lot of contemporary music uh, the William Tell over, they used all kinds of music in uh, there and they can't get it done. Miami Vice, they somehow got it done at NBC. They owned it and they somehow got the music license clear. Fascinating. However, Glenn Caron did it, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, how yeah. I was looking at some of these other movies though. Look who's talking. That was big. Oh, and yeah. And look who's talking yeah. too. Remember Tom Selleck and, oh, yeah. and him? And I don't remember who the third party was in that. But, uh, he performed most of his stunts in Die Hard. And that movie is just, those things have just been huge. I mean, yeah, just no doubt. absolutely huge. No doubt about he it. He was in know. Blind Date, which was, I think I interviewed him with that, mm-hmm. Kim Basinger and John Larroquette. And, you know, he's just been in a lot of Return of Bruno was his big deal, you know, uh, the music. And yeah, I, yeah. He played for the Oak. He was involved in Planet Hollywood and he would often take his band. And they would play at the openings of Planet Hollywood, you know, with Arnold and all those people there. That was a real cool night. They opened Planet Hollywood in Nashville. Yeah. And yeah. Man, everybody was there Stallone, Arnold, oh, I bet. Yeah. Willis. Yeah. Um, I can't remember all of them. And I knew all of them. it was so cool for yeah. them to, you know, it was. To have them all in one place like that, you wouldn't. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, no you kidding. Know? No and, kidding. Uh, are those was, still there, was really Jimmy? Cool.
0: Is that those restaurants kind of had a collapse, didn't they? At they one kapooped.
1: Point? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Hard yeah. Rocks are still there. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think they're still around. But yeah, the Planet Hollywood's, the Planet Hollywood uh, Hotel in Vegas, I think, is still there. Is it? Yeah, I know. Casino seems- is still there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you know. Who knows? But franchises often kaput. Yeah. You know, even mini pearls fried chicken i mean yeah. there's a lot of kenny rogers didn't even have a yeah. name in it but you yeah
0: know. didn't kenny uh, rogers have one called uh, Roast, he said he made roasters? more money
1: selling chicken yeah he said he made more money selling chicken <laughs> than he ever did on music because every time a restaurant opened he got a franchisor fee. and
0: that was his he whole deal probably of dollars yeah
1: because they had his name Festive. and they had so many of them he was getting a lot of names oh yeah and so he said he made a lot of money good for kenny good thing. for so bruce you. willis i like the guy i hate it that he's not well He's got five children, Mm. an ex-wife, Demi Moore, who is friendly with him again. And so they're all helping him kind of get through this journey. And uh, I don't know. It it just makes me kind of sad, but I'm a real big Bruce Willis fan.
0: Yeah, I am too, Jimmy. And thank you for uh, letting us uh, crack the door a little bit on Bruce Willis. I hope you all enjoyed that. It's going to do it for us this week from the EIP studios. I'm Derek Walker. He's Jimmy Carter. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Let's do it again next week right here on Sweeping the Country. Until then... Good day. Good day.